But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, delay and uh, internet. They could all suck my asshole. Um, and if YouTube wants to kick us for that, kick me too. Don't care. Uh, so I'm bringing up my rundown here. So I'm going to do it all over again. Welcome, everybody, to the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is, of course, our newest uh, intern, A5. Anthony is in the building, along with a couple special guests. Obviously, Ashley's here. Uh, somehow she crawled in here after her little workout that she had today that she's doing an article to write up and we also have a very uh, dare i say special guest uh, uh, maybe in some way shape and form he's special but i'm not going to get into that or get canceled or anything like that but it is danny de jesus is in the building today because we are talking philadelphia eagles football so he had to be here to make sure he corrects everything that i say that if i say anything wrong he's going to flag me down maybe throw an actual flag on the play where it'll just come flying in from the outside uh so he's in the building um Hope it's Manscaped. I, I can hear Dave calling out to him and giving Clark Griswold Jelly of the Month Club right? Absolutely. No, it was actually an outage in the area, which affected 54 clients. So not just us. So we're uh, I'm proud to be a part of that group, actually. I'm, I'm proud to just be at least like in an outage where it's like it's not just hate Chop Sports Media Day. It's hate the entire area day. Yeah, but... It's Which little, is garbage. It's a little worry, worrisome to me because we still have about fifty minutes left of this show that we have yeah. to get through, and I hope the outage we'll is see gone. What, we'll see so what we'll happens. See. But anyway, we are coming to you live from the Custom Cabinet Creation Sports Desk. We got ourselves a loaded show. Uh, I do want to shout out a couple podcasts that dropped today. Fight Factory. Me, me and Wrestling Rob uh, went in and did Brandon Blackburn. He's the owner of Pro Wrestling TV. Could be some cool things happening over there uh, with Chop Sports Media and them. Can't get into details yet because obviously it's never official until it's official. And then, of course, a brand new sit down with search. Michelle Zanman, owner of uh, Revolutionized Nutrition, had a great conversation with her yesterday. A great story. I posted a reel and I can't figure out Instagram or reels or algorithms or anything like that. But I posted a reel today, like 38 seconds long, and it's got like 13,000 people that watched it. So I'm very cool, excited about that. She's helping me spread the word of uh, Chop Sports Media as well. So go check that out. Massive rundown. See, I would I would say, actually, you know what? Artie seems to be working. So I don't know. If you go over to Artie there, Ant. Yeah, see, what does it say there? I can't even see that. It says something wrong. Just say okay. All right. Because then if that's the case, that says streamer connected? Okay. Yeah. We're in business. Hit that, hit that fucking rundown. Let's see if that works. It does work, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you what, Artie, they're just keep on delivering. Back and forth with their fixes of their bugs and all this other shit. Difference maker tracks. I don't know. If, oh, that's tracks. Never mind. I was about to say, who is this guy? And he's definitely a, a professional wrestler who is involved in that really poor, poor, piss poor draft. In which, ready for this? You had a conversation. I think you were talking to Danny this morning about you, you had fourth pick, Danny, in that draft. And you took Christian McCaffrey, right? This guy at first, Christian McCaffrey. That's how you know it's just one of those leagues. And I was like, well, See, you can, I, Danny of, should know better. Instead of donating the money to your bank account and then paying out the winners, just Venmo me because I dominated that draft and I will single handedly dominate that entire league. Yes, I'm using the dominate for what? What's wrong? No sound. Froze again. Is that a thing? I don't think so. I, that might be a, a jack thing because 
Never mind. I'm a fucking idiot. He probably right, had yeah. it muted or something. Jack, God damn Thank it. You, Don't get us scared you, like but that. But no, we're, we're back. We're we back. are back. Of course we're good. It's Jack. He lost his hearing. Um, anyway, everybody, thank you for watching. Please like the video, uh, despite the fact that there was a couple of complications. Um, but anyway, run down. Gooch, have at it, bro. So a lot, lot going on around the diamond. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. finally. like him if you're going to talk well, about no, him. No, no, no. I will get to that. <laughs> So a lot went down around the diamond. Fernando Tatis had his presser. He finally came out and spoke publicly. Since the whole PED debacle, he failed himself. He let down so many people, and he's having surgery on his shoulder finally. So maybe this could be a blessing in disguise. He could grow up a little bit and get the shoulder fix that he's been dealing with for the last two or three seasons on and off. So, I mean, I'm going to wait and see on Tatis, but right now he's got some work to do to get back in the good graces of his teammates and the public alike. So... I'm, I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you, though, buddy. All right. Albert Pujols. Bro, I just got to say one thing about the machine on the diamond. <laughs> Albert Pujols' slugging percentage over his last 10 games is 1,300. It's a lot. All right? So that's, that's a lot good. for anybody. But the story about career that Albert Pujols had, you would think that at some point or another through a 10-game stretch that he's done a little bit better. He hasn't. So over the last 10 games of Albert Pujols' career – his slugging percentage is as high as it's been over any 10-game stretch That's ever. Insane. That's insane. And then insane. we're talking about, in my eyes, the best right-handed batter that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And right? you're there's, like, I mean. And there's there's some debates to be made, but for me, it's it's bar none, clear-cut Albert Pujols. For him to be doing that at the ripe age of 61, because I think they list him at 40, <laughs> but he's clearly 50 <laughs> or 60. So Albert Pujols doing his thing. He's at 693. I believe he's like six on the all-time list. Sean, away from Sean Redden thinks that Pujols might have gotten the ringworm like Tatis. <laughs> yeah. Him and Brady are seeing the same Yikes. guys. Uh, They're all on the camp. DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> so um, in other news in, uh, around the diamond, the Yankees did sweep the Mets last <laughs> night. They sure enough <laughs> did sweep That's the over. Mets Goodbye. last Get out of my stadium. And other Yankee news. I'm not going to beat the Mets down because they're still the Mets they're and they're still, still first sure by two the games. Braves, the Braves won yesterday. Yeah, they did. So. Sorry, folks. Parks that's closed. that's going to get interesting down the stretch. Yeah, I believe the Mets bit. and the Braves uh, end the season together in a three-game set, so they could all come down to that. Mm. Um, Giancarlo, the Yankees are off tonight, but tomorrow Giancarlo will be back in the lineup. Giancarlo Much-needed addition, big bat. I know that he's had an up-and-down season, but his bat in the lineup is important, so be happy to get Giancarlo back. Um, Justin Verlander yesterday had six no-hit innings, 91 pitches, Pansy. 10 Ks, and he got yanked. The Astros are in the heat of the pennant race. It makes sense. 91 pitches. He wasn't going three more. It Pujols makes perfect sense. stat here. Pujols is seven dingers away from 700. And you can get him at plus 880 to hit that before the regular season ends. Worth a stab? You think he hits seven more, Gooch? I mean, uh, it would be a fun thing because if he hits one today, them odds are going to improve dramatically. So get it now while you can. Yeah. And Albert Pujols is tearing the cover off the ball. Oh, I can Congratulations to Sean Redden, by the way. He is another it. Eagles fan, by the way, which is horrible. He's actually from Philadelphia. But congratulations for leaving your full-time job and becoming your full-time own boss. Yeah, bro. I love congratulations, seeing things like that, dude. especially That's awesome. when I have a, a small connection to the situation. Yeah. So proud of you, buddy, and happy for you as well. Um, just take it easy on um, Garrett Cole the next time he comes out there and talks shit to you because you do look exactly like Alex Manoa. <laughs> um <laughs> But, yeah, Pools having seven dingers away yeah. from 700. I'm rooting for it, but he's got 14 on the year, so he's got 40 games left. For him to, you know, get half of the output that he's had over the full season so far yeah. in about 40 games, it is a long shot. I would say it's about a plus 880 odds on that one. <laughs> right? So What says that? It, it, is, it is a fun bet to make, though, because he is, he is hitting bombs right now. Um, 
That's it for Major League Baseball. In the NBA, Zion Williams is announced that Williamson. there were the... Oh, yeah. Zion Williamson. <laughs> just say, hey, listen. I actually that, wrote down here Zion, for you, bro. <laughs> so I should just said Zion. Zion is going to play in the in the opener. They announced the Pelicans announced, and it is the Pelicans, right? Yes. New Orleans. So Zion <laughs> and his fat ass will be there in uh, game one. He's going to be Tipo. primed and ready. KD is staying. Dave doesn't care yesterday, but Dave certainly cared this morning. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about KD. And mm. I have the question of, now, uh, we don't know about Kyrie, but I saw an article yesterday saying that now that the Nets have all three guys returning and Ben Simmons is no longer mentally incapacitated. Um, <laughs> Jesus. That's a, that's, that's no, I'm bad. just, you know. Well, how else you're, would you put you're it? Right, you're right. He was incapacitated due to mental, yeah, fine. mental woes. And a back problem. Yeah, the doctor said he needed a backyotomy. Yes. <laughs> so um, I would imagine that that's going to be a short-lived thing because I just I don't trust Ben Simmons in a situation where he's got a, a couple alphas in the locker room with him. I just think that he'll be hurt soon mentally. And um, NFL news: George Pickens leads the offensive rookie of the year odds. To me, that's alarming. Not really alarming. It's just it's. I was hoping that I would be able to land Pickens a little bit later in drafts this year as like one of those guys that is under the radar. He's no longer under the radar. The odds makers are way up on it. And even more surprising is that Kenny Pickett comes in at second. Kenny Pickett right now isn't even the starter. And George Pickens, I, I believe he's going to see the field a lot, but they have Claypool, they have Deontay Johnson. So for him to leapfrog about seven or eight receivers that were drafted ahead of him, mm -hmm. um, Vegas must know something that we don't. So I would put George Pickens a couple notches up in your receiver rankings as far as fantasy football goes. And that is it for my rundown. But topic one, we will bleed directly into on, the rest on. of the futures. Before, before you get into the, the rest of the NFL futures, which is, which is great, and it's going to be a great conversation. My only thing, my gripe, and maybe this is the older gentleman uh, that I am, right? The only thing I have a problem with this Kevin Durant thing is that he, like, co-signed this announcement from Sean Marks, meaning his fucking production company had its stamp and label on it. Like, he had anything to do with the fact that he's staying with the Brooklyn Nets. First of all, they were shopping him. Then they were not shopping him. Then they were shopping him again. And then they were getting they were getting offers that they just couldn't. They're like, ah, pff, no, no, it's, it's not enough, right? That's fine. That's totally fine. But if you're shopping a guy, that means you're trying to get rid of him because of the fact that he's disgruntled. He wants Steve Nash, who, by the way, if there's no, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Brotherhood between the, a player and a former player. Like, you are being a piece of shit to a guy that's won so many awards and done so many accolades, like Steve Nash. To say that you want him to get fired is just asinine, first Sucks. of all. Sucks. Get well, him out. Well, whatever the case may be, how are you going to go to practice now? How are you going to go to practice? And they're not firing Steve Nash. So how are you going to go to practice? We're talking about oh, practice. Hey. No, all right, AI. But I'm saying, like, how do you do that? It's very easy. Hey, it's let's a run this drill. Nah, it's a business. I get into arguments that, listen, with people all the, the time. The fact that you had to go out of your way to announce that you're returning to the Nets with four, four years left on your contract is comical. It is a joke. KD is a joke. The Brooklyn Nets are a joke. The fact that they had to announce this because why? We're in a dead time in the NBA so there's no news. Here's a good chance for make a fucking three-point splash from the arc. Got it! And it's like, what are, you, what are we doing here? Why did we need to know this? Why do we need to? How about, you know what? We rejected everything. That's it. So guess what? By default, because of the contract, KD is a net. 
Not they, like they had he's to, they had to, to shut come it down. Back. Maybe I, maybe they didn't need to do the whole uh, KD's production team involved. But look, this is what you do when you have a star player. And we, we, Sean Redden pointed out that he didn't really get any of his wishes. So the least they could do is throw his fucking logo up there. Oh, when he, Jesus! When he tucks tail on his way back to the um. Yeah, you know, we've come to an agreement. A game and eight we, rebounds we, a game. The Nets have come to an agreement with a guy that already came to an agreement with them for a long-term contract. Stop this nonsense. Stop letting the players dictate all this shit. You have to put your foot down. I'm sorry. Put your foot down. I feel you like are they a did. contracted player. I feel like you they have did, to though. play. I feel like they did put their foot down. He ain't going nowhere. They win. The Nets but they won. didn't have to do it the way they just spun it. Like, oh, we've we collectively said that we've agreed that he's going to stay. All you have to say is, you know what? We felt offers. The offers weren't they're good enough. This. KD's good enough to stay here. And I'll so tell you what, it. though. They're pandering Game to over. their fan base, and all the Nets fans were were, were amped about it. So if Of course they are. They got, so, they got their so boy back. So that's why they're doing it. It's like, oh, we're going to piss off people? That's good. They eh? could have said nothing. Zero. Yeah, Do but nothing. Then, but then, we already find out but that then, they, but all then, these— all these offers if were rejected. They say, if they say nothing, then they have the media that gets to speculate. And when the media speculates, they report things as facts that aren't facts. I don't necessarily agree with the way they went about it, but they have to say something. That's Good. the nature of it. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. You're a Packers guy. Yeah. I'm a reporter. Aaron Rodgers last year was rumored to be dealt, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, um, the Cowboys offered X amount of picks. The Bears offered X amount of picks. The Chiefs offered X amount of picks. And shit, the Philadelphia Eagles were also looking at Rodgers. X amount of picks. You rejected them all. As the Packers GM, do you have to go out there and say, like, Aaron Rodgers will be returning to the Packers? Or can we just take the fact that they said no to all the trade well, offers that he's returning to the well, Packers? Well, Why do you they, have to make a they, spectacle they of it? They did do make a spectacle of it. It wasn't, it wasn't the Packers that made a spectacle of it, but the media is what makes a spectacle of it. All I'm saying is you're saying that they had to say something, yeah. right? They didn't. They didn't. They just didn't. They, they want the headlines. The Nets yeah, were course. the were the Bro, divas of the league right now. The you have business. a bunch of that's the bunch of head they're cases in, over you need, there. You need to make headlines and and look, we're sitting here talking <sighs> about it. So yeah, the no, you're department right. Did the right thing. Yeah, congratulations. You got me all fired up here, and I was tired right before the show. I was like yawning. I was like, I got no energy today, and then here we are talking right, about so this NFL. clown show. Anyway, get rid of the rundown. Let's bring in the first graphic of the day, and that is in fact something that we all looked. Oh, we all looked. He looked up. Goose <laughs> looked up the futures because they're very very. I want to say alarming, but not alarming. It's just very shocking that some of these futures are different now, including two players from the Steelers, Gooch. Yeah, so I want to go to the Rookie of the Year first because that's what we talked about in the rundown and see where we could look at some glaring, um, maybe some value that might jump out at you a little bit. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and in order, I'm going to run them down right now. George Pickens at plus 850. Kenny He's the favorite. Is the favorite at George plus 850. Pickens, favorite to win as right now listed on the depth chart as the third receiver, if not lower, on the Pittsburgh well, I Steelers. I would say third. I would worst, say third too, yeah. but just in case somebody else flashing a pan. But third receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers is favored to win rookie of the year. Let that sink so in. So you got Kenny Pickett coming in at second. And His he's quarterback. <laughs> possibly the starter. I would say that he's going to get a crack at the starting job at some point in the very, very early going. Even if they give Trubisky the job out of the gate, which right now I think um, Kenny Pickett's slightly outplaying Trubisky, but Trubisky's doing nothing wrong to, to lose that lead in the quarterback race Makes if sense. he does have it. Uh, Brees Hall is coming in at plus 1,000, tied with Chris Olave and Sky Moore. And really, after that, Drake London at plus 1,200. I think that's where you're starting to see some value. Um, I don't know the Falcons are going to win many games, but I think they're going to air it out a lot this year, minus the quarterback that's has an ability to air it out. 
<laughs> so hopefully Desmond Look, if Drake London ends up winning rookie of the year, right? Or or excelling this season, they it's going to be because Desmond Ritter is really good. I doubt it's going to be because of Mariota. And if that's the case, then Desmond Ritter might jump in if he ends up getting the starting I'm saying, job. Right. If, if, if all of a sudden London has numbers, that means Ritter's putting up like, numbers too. I feel like Ritter is probably a good long shot bet for rookie of the year because What's of the quarterback odds? position. R- 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 is he on there? Yeah, 2,500. Hmm. Interesting. Eh. Um, another little... Um, Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson both Packer are, receivers. are tied at plus 1,400, and both in the top 10. It's because they're a quarterback. Yeah, but Romeo Dubs is, I believe, a fourth-rounder. But he's doing well in camp. So Apparently. We'll he got drafted in my league. He's going to get some burn. Last pick, I think. Last round. Um, By Evan. AP Offensive Player of the Year is Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Derrick Henry. So no changes there, really. Um, yeah, that's what you'd expect. Uh, Debo coming in at, at fifth, and Devontae and Christian McCaffrey – I don't know what the fuck people see in Christian McCaffrey these days, but listen, when he's <laughs> on the field, he's electric. He you really make, is. You want to make a the very case, good football you make player. The, case, the uh, fact is, he just can't stay AP on the field. Comeback Player of the Year. It's a three man race Henry with thing. Derrick Henry, yeah. Jameis Winston, and Christian McCaffrey. But I have a hard time giving a guy that played nine, ten games and made his way back last year. Henry? Derrick Henry played again last yeah, year. Yeah, but the problem is he played so late last year that all the Comeback Player of the Year stuff was. People that didn't play at all, but so he played. It was so tail end of the year is why he's considered he, for this year too. Yeah, but he came back. Okay, <laughs> it's it's fair. I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Last year, so is he uh, coming back at all this year? Or did he already come back and now he's starting. He's on. He's on a comeback ah, revenge right, so tour. I, I think that's a little. All right, that's so like, fuck. That's like forget um, Henry. Give it to somebody like, else. Uh, Shohei winning the rookie of the year. Sky Moore, man. You know when you don't ever make your way up through the minors and then you're just like a Matsui. You know he was <laughs> a clear professional years old. baseball player. <laughs> And winning rookie of the year, I, I equate that to this very similar thing there. Speaking Derek of Henry. Sky Moore, I know you were talking about the uh, the rookies before. Danny's chiming in Sky Moore because, of course, Danny took Sky Moore in a draft, so now he's high on it. And I think he's got George Pickens, too. So Danny's getting very excited right now. Uh, but Sky Moore is actually taking a lot of reps out of the backfield yeah, from everything that I'm reading. Yeah, they're doing a little Swiss Army little, knife, little Sky Moore. action and over there. And I believe, so what we'll is see. it, Miko went down? He's been hurt, yeah. Yeah, so they got a little opening at uh, some targets to go around there. Guess who drafted AP, Mahomes? Mahomes? AP Coach of the Year. These. This is an interesting list to me. Very, very interesting list to me. Not, hey, I'm sorry, who was this? AP what? Coach of the oh, Year. Oh, Coach of the Year. Okay. All right. First place, well, not first place, but leading the all NFL coaches in odds to win Coach of the Year is Mike McCarthy. Dan Campbell. Yeah. I watched right? Hard Knocks again last night. Dan Campbell Every time that at plus 1,000. And are you ready for, for number two? Brian Dable. At plus fourteen hundred. Oh God! What right? the fuck? <laughs> Third, Kevin O'Connell, Minnesota. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Brandon Staley coming in fourth. Well, tied. Actually, it's Dan Campbell. Chargers. Okay. It's Dan Campbell and Dable O'Connell and Staley all tied at plus fourteen hundred. Campbell's plus a thousand. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. Because you have to. You're expecting that. You know the floor. They went. They won thirteen games three times in a row. He has to go basically undefeated. For him to improve on Not, what he's but done, you don't have to improve. If you're the if you thirteen four again, you should be coach of the year. Yeah, well, he would be the coach of the four years, <laughs> whatever the case. Right? He's still it's the coach of the year. You can't give. It has to be a season by season basis. That's why um, I didn't like the whole like Steve Nash gets the you know you, 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 the guy that deserves it should get it. It shouldn't be this career achievement award for a seasonal thing. That's mm. bullshit. Okay. So um, Nathaniel Hackett coming in fifth at plus sixteen and tied with Doug Peterson. So it's all teams. All coaches on teams that were relatively not good outside of the Chargers, but they weren't a playoff team. 
First of all, Dan Campbell's not on any supplements. He is just all naturally just the bulldozer. No, he's probably on everything. He's not tested. <laughs> so he can do whatever he wants. Meme. I saw Bro, a meme. he is the 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 shirts that he wears, like everything just drapes on him perfectly where he just looks like the biggest ox you've ever seen. The in meme your life. was um, he's doing up downs and shit. Uh, Dan Campbell returns to practice. <laughs> Right? It was like him actually practicing. Was like they were doing Knock as down. if he was a player. Yeah. It's like Dan Campbell returns to practice. He sat, he, he didn't participate in the full contact drills, but and they did like an injury report, like him returning. Imagine very, him, very well imagine done. Imagine Hawkinson goes down very and he's well like, done. fuck this. I can't <laughs> imagine. I can't goal. imagine. Actually, he's a psychopath. They they did a they did a joint practice with the Colts <laughs> last week and like they showed the interaction between him and Frank Reich. And Frank looked at him, he was like Damn, he's like, you look like you could still play. He's like, no. And I was like, dude, he's like, I hurt my wrist doing this, and I was, I fell in my house, and I'm such an old man now. Bro, anytime Dan Campbell gets the microphone on Hard Knocks lately, I'm just like, it could be 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night where I'm like about to fall asleep, but this guy will start talking. Dude, I'm ready to run through every brick wall known to man. And the best part is, yesterday, stupid analogy, just like Mike McCarthy's mojo moment, there was like a pair of pants <laughs> in the beginning of the episode, a pair of pants that like Dan Campbell like wrung out real quick, and it was just a bunch of dust and dirt. He's like, you see all this dirt? You gotta get this dirt off. You gotta get this dirt off. You know, these are all losses. You gotta get the dirt off. And I was like, I was like, this makes no sense to me, but I am loving every second of this shit. Oh, my God. A, a oh, dude, you have to. I'm sure it's going to make its rounds on all the memes and shit. Deuce Staley is the running backs coach, obviously. He loses his voice, like officially loses his voice, and he gets mad at his players. So, bro, when I tell you that he had all of his running backs in a circle, how none of these guys, especially like a Jamal Williams, who's like a funnier dude, how they're not laughing at him. He's like, I said, I you motherfuckers, all you motherfuckers. But it's like even higher pitched than that. And I was like, dude, this is whole, this is must see television. Staley, very underrated. Running back. I like Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley looks like he ate Deuce Staley, by the well, way. Well, most NFL running backs. Same with Jones Drew. Like what happened or... to these guys? They used to be running backs like strong. You stop playing and all of a sudden you're just like, fuck it. I'll just wear vertical stripes and I'll be fine. Chonky kings out there. <laughs> They're fucking all chonky coaching kings. Running backs. They're all chonky kings, dude. Oh, my God. Um, where were we were at? Where were we no, we just not... did the coaches. I'm going to mm. skip the defensive player of the year because I feel like it's always it's a obviously going to be Michael Parsons. It, it might Keep be. Going. It might be. I mean, Hell you know what? For your sake, I'll check that. Oh, All right, Micah Parsons is at plus nine hundred. Is he the for, favorite? Tied for second. No, who's the favorite? It's Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt at plus seven hundred. Aaron Miles Donald Garrett. at plus nine, <laughs> and then Micah Parsons tied with him plus nine. Yeah, Nick buddy. Bosa, Darius Leonard, I think is the best value at plus two thousand. Leonard's good. Leonard's a good ball player. All right, so now we move on to the MVP. Um, obviously, everyone knows going into the year, it's a Josh Allen show. Everyone thinks that he's going to win the MVP. I don't think he's going to win it. I really don't. Yeah, who's, who's going to win it? Um, it ain't going to be Rodgers, so go ahead. Who's Trey next? Lance. Is that that's, like a hot take, or is that you're just making Trey Lance is at plus 3,000, and that's who I'm going to sprinkle some money on because I do think that he has a chance to be You a, think Trey Lance can come in, not only replace Jimmy G, but win MVP of the NFL in I, season I one? I don't think that it's – I think it's a way better odds if I'm looking across this and I'm seeing – you know, Matt Ryan is the guy underneath him. Trey Lance has a way better chance to win MVP than Matt Ryan does. I think that Trey Lance has as good of a chance to win the MVP as Lamar Jackson did going into her, his first year as a starter, and he did. Right? He's, he's yeah, well, he got, was an enigma. He's like all of a sudden became just like well, this he's an enigma, but he shifty also McShifterson, and you couldn't tackle the guy. Understood. Trey Lance could run the football, and he's got a cannon. I'm just saying the coaching staff over there, Trey Lance might have a really, really big year. All right. And if I'm looking through them, you look at guys like Herber, who you would want to say is 
is good value. He's at plus eight fifty. He's got a gross hair. You know, back. like that's not Simply that's put. not too far off from a Josh Allen. And I think Herbert's going to throw a lot of picks this year. All things considered, he's going to have good stats, but he's a little gunslinger, and that might hurt him. Where's in his uh, Where's Mister Rain Dakota? Anywhere in that in, the, in those parts? No. All right. Sans <laughs> he has to scroll down the list. Probably no. Not Dak there. is at plus twelve, right? Nestled in there with Burrow. Okay. I think okay. Dak has got and any honestly, Eagles in there? Is there any Eagles in there by any Jalen chance? Jalen Hurts is at twenty five hundred, but so he's, he's double the value uh, of Dak Prescott. And no. I, Value twelve hundred and twenty five is usually to me, right over double. To me, Jalen Hurts has a, I wouldn't say a better chance to win MVP, but at the value in the bet, I'm placing the Jalen Hurts bet before I place the Dak bet, because plus eight fifty or plus twelve hundred or plus twenty five, like I'd rather the return on Hurts. While I think it's a slightly less chance, you looked at their schedule. Ah, we'll go over that. In a you minute. know, if Jalen Hurts <laughs> could put together a thirteen win season, yeah, he's gonna be it might in the be. I might be eating all these words, but anyway, keep going. Um, Stafford fourteen hundred, Wilson for Russ Wilson fourteen hundred, right. Lamar plus two thousand, and and I, I know Kyler at plus twenty two hundred. I think that has a little bit of legs, even though they're very tiny legs. <laughs> they have legs, a oh, little man. And Derek Carr, a little splash on Carr at twenty five hundred. He's got weapons. He's got Waller, Renfro, Devontae, mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. looking for value here. Who do I think is going to win the MVP? Dak Prescott. All right, moving on. Mahomes. Mahomes. Or yeah. Burrow. I'm with it. I'm with the Mahomes thing. I'm a first-time Mahomes owner in fantasy football. Um, anyway, if you guys are watching this video, like the video. Uh, I do want to say this episode is being brought to you in part. Are we, we were done with that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're being brought to you in part by the Fusco Agency, and I lost the the man when the internet kicked out. I lost his read, so there you go. I had it on my computer. By the way, I got to get the uh, the printer hooked up to my laptop again. That's mm-hmm. like a whole other fiasco. Anyway, back to business. Uh, Michael Fusco of the Fusco Insurance Agency, one of our strongest supporters over here. You can go visit him. He's got a bunch of stuff going on right now. FuscoInsuranceAgency.com. He's also doing customer financing. Uh, so if you own a small business and you're looking to finance a couple things, if you have a 540 or above FICO score, no, was it 540 or 340? Probably five. If you have a 300 yeah, fucking score, then you might as well just go run away somewhere. Uh, but anyway... Go check him out right now. Also, big shout-out to steveaspar.com, working on chopsportsmedia.com right now as that's about to go. He's doing all the web development, so if you need anything in that regard, go check him out. Our friends over at Dat Chat, definitely go check them out as well because they're doing big things over there. Social media platform, blockchain, uh, NFTs. One day I'll actually have a clue as to what anything of this is. I have to educate myself. i got a lot of things going on, so... I mean, there's just so much to learn, and but go check out their website, and they explain it all. So that, and of course, taking care of the oh-so-important members of your family, your balls. Yeah, so if you want to have clean-shaven balls, you go over to <laughs> manscaped.com, use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, and you take care of that ever-so-disgusting taint jungle. Yucky. Dark underbelly of man doesn't need to be dark forever, so you could use the 400K LED light on the lawnmower 4.0 and it has this porcelain blade and it's like a french kiss i don't like when you french when you do on your taint when you do right? think like you're doing it i'm visualizing but i'm right here i don't have my taint out I, well aware of that but, so, but like the whole motion it's just like dude you don't it 
But bro, I it get just, it. It's such a, it's such a. You basically it's just such a euphoric experience <laughs> when that porcelain I touches mean, your taint that Lord. you just don't want to miss out on it. And at twenty percent off, free shipping worldwide. I don't know what everybody's waiting for. Use the promo code Shop Sports. World, world, why, why, why? Shave your balls, people. There you go. Protect your nuts. Chop Sports is the code. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. Um, all right, so let's move it on to the Philadelphia. Oh, no. Philadelphia. Oh, boy. I can just picture <laughs> things happening here. Donovan, uh, Donovan Jones. Peoples Jones, I know. Shout out to Donovan Peoples Jones. The People's MVP. They is the People's MVP, um, which was a big AJ Bascon guy. He was a big. That was yeah. his favorite player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles, ladies and gentlemen, the the one team that I dread talking about. I even enjoyed talking about the New York Giants. That was okay. It was fine because I knew the Giants were going to stink. The problem with talking about the Eagles is. They're not going to stink, which really makes me upset. <laughs> makes all Eagles fans. He even wore his Eagles shit in this fucking, like, we have three. Oh, and a hat, too. It's like the NFC East is being fairly represented, and it actually makes sense because the Cowboys fans, Eagles fans, Giants fans, and there are no Redskins fans or Commanders fans, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, but anyway, it is Philadelphia Eagles Day. Um, Sean Redden, yeah, everybody buckle up because this is going to be good. The thing is with the Eagles this year is that there's a lot of hype and it's all surfacing around Jalen Hurts and that's unjustifiably so. When you're the quarterback of the team, you're the leader. Everything rides and dies with you. Your your coach, he's a nozzle, but again, he wanted to wear the whole beat Dallas shirt last year and they got starched by 40. But I digress with that. I'm not going to try to be too much of a homer here with Dallas because why, wait until you get the schedule. Trust me when I tell you I am nowhere near being a homer here. Uh, the losses, not a lot. Rodney McLeod is out of town. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway gone. Steven Nelson, cornerback, gone. Their free agency, not that not that active, but they replaced the guys they needed to replace. Bradbury, they brought him in from the Giants. He's going to replace a corner. Hassan Reddick, he's in there. Um, ready for this name? And I know you know it. Jaquiski Tart? Jaquiski Tart. You do the math. Anyway, their draft, really, really good. Because why? So we're sitting there at McDonough's. Oh, no, that was actually the first round. But I saw that they got Jordan Davis. The guy's a house. You can't move him. He's a defensive tackle. He's already adding himself and inserting himself to an already unbelievable defensive line. Okay, this defensive line is very, very good. And they brought back Fletcher Cox again. So it feels like every time this guy thinks he's about to go away, he resigns for another one-year deal. And everybody's got to deal with Fletcher Cox. 
the big steal for the Philadelphia Eagles was in the third round where I'm sitting at home and I'm, I'm on the blogging the boys thing. We're all like, whoa, the Cowboys going to take now. And I'm yelling, yelling at the television, N'Kobe Dean, N'Kobe Dean. The Cowboys got to get N'Kobe Dean in the second round. I wanted N'Kobe Dean. He falls again. I'm like, well, well, that's fine. He'll follow us again. Trust me. It's going to happen. Here we go. And the Eagles decide to snatch up one of the, the nation's better linebackers, and he goes over there. So when you look at this team. A.J. Brown a draft day trade, too? He was. So that's an acquisition as so well, A.J. Like Brown. A, that was their first rounder. That year. was their first rounder. And t- no, I mean, they got fucking Jordan Davis in the first like round, they, too. Didn't they trade? Oh, they traded away. Their, AJ, no, they traded for A.J. Brown. They traded their pick to the Titans. Oh, because they stockpiled. They had three, three number ones, yeah. right. They stockpiled their first round picks. Were able to do a couple things with that. That's right. Forgot about that. So Jalen Hurts and of course the legend known as Gardner Minshew is backing him up. Hopefully he's starting by week four uh, for whatever reason. There are a couple whispers, I guess, out there about Miles Sanders and a hamstring issue right now. He's nursing it. But from everything that I've read, and my dad said it too when we were on draft night because he drafted this guy. It seems like Kenneth Gainwell was starting to pick up some steam as far as getting first team reps even before Miles Sanders was hurt. So Gainwell all of a sudden is, is picking up steam, and of course Boston Scott is there too. So they actually have a decent when when Miles Sanders is healthy, they got a decent little tandem over there. Their receivers. They're really good, except for Jalen Rager. Um, you got AJ Brown. Obviously, they bring him in from Tennessee. Devontae Smith had a uh, Devonte Smith had a phenomenal rookie campaign. Small dude, right? He's he's an undersized guy, but he can, he can burn, and he's burning a lot of guys last year. They bring in Zach Pascal, which didn't even know he existed, uh, but he's actually a very serviceable receiver. Quez Watkins, and of course, I aforementioned Jalen Rager, who, by the way, this is an Eagles show, so I have to remind that the Eagles drafted Jalen Rager instead of Justin Jefferson. I have to keep hammering that home so you guys know how good your draft day was on that given day. Uh, their tight end is one of the best in the league. I think Dallas Goddard's really coming into his own. He's going to be very good this year. Their fucking offensive line is really good, man. And this is this is where it all starts. Starts up front. Um, they got a lot of a lot of talent back there. Um, defensive line, I mentioned before, uh, adding a Jordan Davis to already Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Hargrove, uh, Sweat. It, like the talent gets, <laughs> it's there. It, the, the Philadelphia Eagles have a nice system. See, it's not hard for me to say these things. I'm telling you to your faces, everybody. We're watching this right now. The Philadelphia Eagles on paper are very good. They're stacked. They have a lot of talent. Um, their cornerbacks being Slay and Bradbury, and of course uh, Marcus Epps uh, behind uh, Anthony Harris. As far as their secondary, I want to say their linebackers a little suspect, but then when you say that, Nicobe Dean is chilling, just like waiting for his spot. So it's like, oh, okay, so they'll be good in a matter of time. And of course Jake Elliott, he hasn't missed field goals. Um, so Gooch, I know that we've been talking about the Eagles at length most days when we have debates about how good the Cowboys could possibly be. This Eagles team is an absolute threat to the for the Cowboys to repeat. Yeah, um, I know that James Rube was in the comments the other day saying that I don't think he's with us today in the in the chat, but um, he was saying that he believes the Eagles are going to be win the NFC outright. Like they're going to be they're going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I don't think I'm going to need to see more out of Jalen Hurts in the playoffs before I could buy into the Eagles winning uh, making a deep playoff run. But I think they're going to have every opportunity to make one because they're going to be in the playoffs this year. That team with that schedule. They're going to win a ton of games. It's the over on the nine and a half to me is a fucking lock. I feel like get that now. If you think that you're going to get the Eagles at 10 or nine and a half in about a month or around when kickoff, whatever the odds are now, whatever the odds are now, I think it's the best you're going to get them at because they're definitely a team that's on the rise. Jalen Hurts last year. You ready for this number? 784 slash 
10. What is that? 784 slash 10. That is rushing, rushing yards, yards in 10 games? And rushing touchdowns. So oh, 800 well, rush yards fuck. <laughs> and 10 rushing touchdowns. Damn it. On top of what I think now he has legitimate weapon at, at the number one. Last year they, they were lacking, extremely lacking, being able to extend the field a little bit. This year they're going to have a lot more easy time doing that with A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith gets to step into the clear-cut slot role where he belongs. Instead of asking him to do too much, which he wasn't capable of doing last year, hopefully he puts on a little bit of weight. But this guy's open every play. Yeah, nobody could stay with He's him. He's got so some good separation. His speed is is um, and who's the other guy that they got? The the guy was it? Is it Greg Ward? The they guy had that's Greg like the Ward. Olympian. I don't know. The cut. Cut? cut. According, he had a fucking eighty to yard. He was. He had a cut. nice <laughs> touchdown the other day. Did he not make it on cut day? Hey, we could use a kick returner. Hopefully. Oh, uh, we got one. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the Eagles are good up front. Time. I don't see them doing many things bad, right? They're good. They're good at, you know, they're going to be able to pass block. Jalen Hurts last year was a little bit. They, their line was banged up. What was, um, what was Jalen Hurts rushing yards? Seven eighty four. Okay, Zeke rushed for over a thousand. Therefore, Zeke is a better rusher than Jalen Hurts. That's yes, math. We agree. So sorry, right. Kyle, your shit has been debunked. Sitting there like Jalen Hurts better runner than Zeke. No, no, he's well, not. Well, I yards mean, I mean, matter. I mean, he probably had like eight yards a carry. I don't give a shit. Right? What and, his average and they was? Had the same amount of touchdowns. So he was a way more efficient runner than than, Zach, uh, than Zeke was. Way more efficient. Anyway, um, let's go to the schedule, shall we? Uh, yeah. This is where uh, it gets also murky. They're secondary. Their corners are really good. Bradbury and, and Bradbury uh, walked himself Darius out of, of New York. Slay, he's ageless. He's CD like Casey Lamb. Hayward, but better. And just being able to cover guys deep into your NFL career at the cornerback position, I tip my hat to Darius Slay. Bradbury he's saw so many backs of NFL jerseys <laughs> this last year. Get out of here. Anyway, I won't give all the credit in the world. So we did talk about the Lions already last week, right? And when I said the Lions were going to win week one against the Eagles, at Detroit, I stand by that. I stand by the fact that the Eagles will lose their opener in Detroit. And like I said, Detroit's going to feel themselves after all the hard knock shit and everybody loves the, the Lions again. I feel like the Eagles could drop that game but not go into this like downward spiral where it's like, oh, my God, like are the Eagles just not good? Because, unfortunately for me, they have a bye in week seven. They don't lose another game. They don't lose another game after the Detroit Lions until they're bye. So they go on a bye, and they're 5-1 and one at the bye. They're going to roll through Minnesota. They're going to beat Washington. They're going to beat the Jaguars, and they're going to beat Arizona. And they're probably, and now this is going to shock a couple people, they host Dallas in week six. I, I told Danny DeJesus in here today, I said, th th this year they'll split. I don't think that the Cowboys can run away like they did last year. I think they put up like fucking 90 points total on the Eagles alone. I don't think that happens this year. I think the Eagles are definitely a better team, second-year head coach. Jalen Hurts is going to be better. So I think they split, right? So I'll give them the split. I'll give the Dallas Cowboys the loss in Philadelphia, giving them a 5-1 and one start. So from 5-1 and one to 8-1, uh, and one actually, because I think they're going to go beat Pittsburgh, Houston, and Washington. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, fuck. Now the fucking Eagles are 8-1, and one, and I'm like, oh, now what? Like, are we going to have to deal with this all year? Are they going to dominate, dominate, dominate? Buzzsaw. I think they run into a harder team in Indianapolis. They're a little bit better than what they were last year with the quarterback play. Maybe they lose that game because it's on the road, and there's just one mishap at the end. Give them a loss. They can't win them all, right? Um, and then... They host the Packers. Now, this is an interesting one because 
Packers are historically a, not not an awful road team. I think they could play on the road, and I think Rodgers could play anywhere. Um, it's just a matter. Of, this was a toss up for me. I, I don't know who's going to win this game, game too. It's a, it's a prime time game. I don't know about this one. I can't say much about it. Uh, I think they could beat the Titans, beat the Giants, beat the Bears. Right, lose to Dallas in Dallas towards the end of the year. Maybe a loss at home to the Saints, depending on where the situations lie. And if the Saints are fighting for a wild card or some shit, we'll see. But after push comes to shove, and I went up and down the schedule a couple times, the nine and a half over under, it's a little bit of a joke, I think. And, and I think, and I say that as, as, you know, with all the the hate and anger for the Eagles that I have, to say that and mean it, I do mean it. I think the Eagles are going to be a good team this year. Based off of what I saw and wrote down, I saw like four or five losses, which is like, holy shit, are the Eagles are about to go 12 and five or some shit like that? Like, are they going to have that much of a, a leap this year? It might. So it's, it just puts pressure on the Dallas Cowboys. Now, we looked at it before, Gooch, that the Eagles have the third easiest schedule in the NFL, followed by or underneath them with the second easiest schedule are the team we're going to talk about tomorrow, and that's yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. So both of these teams are going to be able to take advantage of a weak schedule and win some games. If the NFC East is a two-team race, you might need to get to that 12th win just to get this division locked up, honestly. Looking at their schedule, though, they have a tough – I know that the, not necessarily with the teams that they have to play, but at the back end from December 11th on, like they have a home game on December 4th, but weeks 14, 15, and 16 are on the road. Two division games there, so at Giants, at mm-hmm. Bears, at Cowboys – then they're home against the Saints, and then they got to go back on the road against the Giants. Not a far road trip, but oh no, actually, no, that's home. That's in that's Philly. Both home. Why is it saying Saints without a versus? I got saying I got the Saints game in Philly. All right, so then yeah, this is you see the misprint there. How it says versus at for everyone. Oh yeah, that's that's. So yeah. Scratch that whole entire fucking segment. <laughs> Just redo it all. Because they actually so have Philadelphia three of the last five games. Do it all but that is again. a misprint. All right. Well, in any event. Fucking magazine. Um, Eagles are going to be good. They are. There's, there's, there's no way around it. The Eagles winning 11 games. 11 and 6. That's good for a playoff spot. And that could be, could be good for a division, ga- uh, division championship, depending on how Dallas plays. Those two games are going to be pivotal. The division will probably come down to that matchup down the, at the end of the year. They do play in week... 14 or 15. No, no, they play all the way week 16. Week 16, they play Dallas. In Dallas. So that'll be... that. I believe, if I'm not mistaken... Oh, yeah, week 16. We, we cut out again? Games. Damn, right at the end, bro. As No, we did. We're, we're cut out over here. Damn. Yeah, on my screen, too. Yeah. All right, so the audio, right? Yeah, the audio's still here. So the Dallas Cowboys are tomorrow. Um, very upsetting that this is, keeps happening today, but again, can't can't do nothing about it. I've, I've done everything. I've done everything I humanly possibly could. So on the podcast front, we're going to wrap things up right now. As soon as we get some internet back, we will uh, end on the YouTube stream. For But for everybody listening to the podcast right now, this has been another... There's uh, audio. No, I, there's audio on the podcast over here and my roadcaster guy. So that's okay. why it's like totally different thing. Uh, if you get to try again, hit try again. Um, anyway... With that, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow with the Dallas Cowboys for Dave Sturgeo and, of course, Chris. I said Dave Sturgeo. Sturch and Gooch and, of course, Anthony Behind the Glass. This has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow with the Dallas Cowboys. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media.
Chop Sports Media. Yeah.